Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I'm ready. it's about that time to relax and unwind. Get your drink, get your smoke. If you're into edibles, go for the edibles. Go ahead and turn, turn the lights down low. Light up some candles. Relax, chill, unwind. This is the segment that we like to call the after dark. This is where we take, we still continue with the conversations, but as you know us, we know who's bar, so whatever we say goes. Might be funny, might be controversial, but we're here to serve you, our followers, and make sure that we give you the best content. Now the song that I'm playing is the song that I was telling you about. It's uh, Pick Up with Fabulous and Jaquise. On the Diddy album, shout out to you, Diddy. I'm like, it's cool. I like the beat. Like yeah. The... Yeah. So, like, uh, as far as like, the Queens just got his songs where he like really just like, okay, he in his pocket. Yeah. Like, he in his pocket vocally. When you, when you, like, I don't know, he try to get out his pocket a lot vocally. It's like you're not a big vocal range guy. Yeah. You can sing, but you're not like the, I can, like, ah, a lot of shit you be doing is like this really outside. Like yeah. shit. You can do it, but just stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did he like that? He probably like, just stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane right there. But yeah, but hey, yo, Diddy. Hey, I'm playing your stuff, but hey, it's free use. But I'm giving you props, so show me some love. So, uh, so no idea. I'm gonna go to you because you're more of a battle rapper type of person, you know. Same OG. You sing, you rap, you motherfucking dance. So, on my green. Yeah. On your mama, on your hood, you look fly. You look good. On my green, I cut a motherfucking world out. What's the world? I bust a verse. She. She. So, we have allegedly some news with, uh, a very good couple that been together through Storm and Rain, Papoose and Remy Ma, both battle rappers. So Remy Ma got her own battle, uh, battle rap company, doing pretty good and stuff. And one of the battle rappers, one of the battle rappers and stuff, he's going going into his verse, going hard and stuff. And he just happens to expose her. Exposing her. Peachy got him. Yeah. Saying that, you know, he was, you know, popping that pussy and everything else. And oh, wait, wait. The dude who actually fucking her? Or the other allegedly. dude who exposed it? I would oh, say, no, 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 bro. That motherfucker's like, it's, it's, it's. Oh, it's, it's true, true? I'm not, hey, it's I'm just saying shit. allegedly because I don't, you know, I don't want to get shit sued. Is hitting, no shit, is hitting, shit is hitting fans because somebody had posted a picture of them in like Red Lobster type shit. Like her oh, damn. Dude, like her and dude. And where it was, Remy had paid the bill for like the Red Lobster shit. Right? Woo! See, I was saying allegedly, but if it's like, I don't know nah, if it's bro, true or not, not, but. Nah, bro, they are. Like, when dude, like, you can just tell, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the looks of a guilty motherfucker. Like, bro, look at this nigga. Look at the nigga who she alleged, allegedly cheated with. Look at this nigga, bro. Yeah. 
not attractive in any way. The type of money he makes with this battle rap shit, he ain't getting, he not like a regular mainstream artist making money touring and shit. That's why these niggas doing all these, and all these different battle leagues battling and shit, because what they take is maybe five grand, maybe 20 grand, you know, a battle depending on if they the main card or whatever the fuck. So like, but he not no rich ass nigga from battle rap. He probably make a decent living. The nigga who allegedly ring my cheek. But I think she is though, because when dude, when each got impressed her about that shit, she looked like you could just tell, like, you trying to, because in battle rap, you got to keep a, a poker face, so to speak. Like, even if motherfuckers, like, the, the point of battle rap is, like, it's your creativity and it's how much personal, like, you want to make that shit personal. I want to make it hurt because it's a battle. And in yeah. battle, we're, we're here to hurt each other. So in battle, I'm digging up all this shit about you. Anything I can have a motherfucker find about your life, I'm digging it up. And I'm finna find a creative way to flip it and use it against you. And it's like, okay. So Remy had a lot of them. So like dude said in his previous, uh, in his previous, and like dude said in his verse, he was like, shit, Pat was at all the other events that you had for this league. Yeah. Now he ain't at this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. And Remy had everybody sign NDAs for her leak, for whatever reason. Except dude, who pop, who exposed her ass. Like, dude didn't sign his NDA. He's like, fuck that, bro, I'm not signing no NDA. If you want me on your shit, I'm just gonna be there. I'm not signing no NDA. And then, I guess she let it slide. And then that's when he like, bust that fucking can wide the fuck open. And that's why I said, nine times out of 10 in battle rap, it's rare when it's a stretch. Like, So, so, um, so like I was just telling him, he was like, allegedly, I said, well, somebody had leaked a picture where her and dude was out in like Red Lobster. Yeah. Remy and the side or whatever. So, and then they was like, oh, Remy footed the bill for the meal that they had at Red Lobster. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and then, but this the thing though, him and Pat already got history. Pat beat this nigga up like last year or year, so, some change ago, like, Recently, like in the last year or two, him and Pat fought. Pat beat this nigga the fuck up. Damn. So to have your wife, who you stood by while she was in prison, not jail, nigga, prison. Like where the niggas be at. She in prison. I stood by you. I ain't fucking other bitches. I ain't out here making you look goofy. I'm waiting on you to get the fuck out. You got yeah. you get out. Pick up everything that we had put to the side for you. Married, we living our fucking life, this black marriage couple thing. So for the most part, I'm that nigga. I'm thinking you that bitch. Now you doing your own shit, you come from this battle rap background, so you start your own nigga cool. Like, I gotta smoke with this. You my wife, you put this nigga that I beat the fuck up. Not like we had a tussle and yeah. it could have gone either way. I'll whoop this nigga's ass. You put this nigga on your roster. Alright, well, let's back up. I'm, I'm just playing devil's ass. Because Pat was wasn't there for that, right? The last one that just happened, no. With yeah. the dude that he had beef with, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what was that mutual agreement between them two? Like, let's say she was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this whole battle rap thing. Dude got a lot of heat in the streets. He can bring something to the podcast. He's like, nah, I got beef with this nigga. This that another blah, blah. And it came to, she like, well, what if he or she like, look, you go ahead and bring him there. To promote your battle rap shit, I just their shit. Either. That's not just your shit. It's their shit. That's they shit. I get it. I mean, what I, you saying that I get it, but at the same time, if it's gonna add more 
heat and publicity to bring this nigga because he's somebody to be reckoned with as far as battle rap go. And it's somebody I got beef with. You know, I'm going to separate myself. Well, I, I ain't seen enough of his battles mm. to say that, like, like he, I know for a fact, like, there's certain niggas I know in the battle rap world that are just like, they going to give you that word. Like, if you go against him. Is he one of them? I'm, I haven't heard enough from him, so okay. I can't say that's I what I've heard Gucci got him. I know Gucci got him. That's only I'm just playing devil's advocate. He be getting out niggas' heads. Mm-hmm. I never heard of I've seen Easy to Block Captain, but it's like some of them niggas you just like, uh, like I'm just if it's not exactly. headline niggas like Arsenal, Tay Rock, Charlie Clips, Hitman, Hollywood. But they've been there though, right? John John, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to bring, promote other people, get them on there. But it's still and it's, it's business. But I've never, I've never really heard it. It's business. Yeah. So like, hey babe, I don't like this nigga. Me and him got beef. You want them on the show, you feel like it'll promote the show, add some of this stuff, go ahead and do it. I just want to be a part of that episode type shit. Ah, uh, yeah. And I'm just playing devil's advocate because that is his old lady and this is a joint business. So we, we can't let our business. We can't let personal feelings interact with business. So that's I agree with that. He was absent for that one because he didn't want beef with dude who he already got beef with. But because of the business aspect, he might be good for business. So then it come out that your wife probably fucking this nigga. But that came from the nigga that you beefing with though, right? No, it came from the other nigga oh. who exposed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why bro was Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you do any type of work in her league, everybody signed NDAs. Except the nigga who was on who battled the nigga that she allegedly sleeping with. That nigga didn't sign no NDA. And that's why I say it, but he still was on. The car, he still battled dude. So I guess he the one the nigga that didn't sign the NDA. Peachy guy was the nigga who didn't sign. He the one who exposed Remy about her relationship with dude. That's, that's what I'm saying. Big battle was like So he was the one he whoever you said what you say in name? Geechee? Geechee. Geechee did not sign the NDA. Right. Geechee said he wasn't gonna sign the NDA. I'm assuming so. I mean, Geechee, Geechee, he did. Geechee yeah, is yeah, also yeah. the same one that got beef with Papoose. No, that's the other nigga who he exposed. So it was Geechee and it's easy. Easy the nigga who allegedly fucking Remy. Easy the nigga who got his ass beat by Pat. Geechee just the nigga who exposed all that during their battle. That's what that was. Bruh. I still have some shit to say about it, but I gotta get my thoughts together on that one. Cause I still feel like it's still the same thing. So you got your man. Like, like, so if you Remy, so if you got Remy, Pat Poose's man. Pat Poose's man. Easiest man, like easiest man be. So we didn't see then bust out the shit between you and me. And that's probably why Pat Poop still wasn't there, because we might knew that would have got brought up. And with him being there, it could have been a different level of rap beef. Ah. Possibly. Ooh. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Because that's but, a but that's a possibility. It is that's, a possibility. But it's it's a strong possibility though. That he knew about it? Yeah. I feel like with Pat Poop being an East Coast nigga, him knowing about shit like another nigga fucking my wife, it's just not finna walk. But what business saying, or no business, bro. So what I'm saying my true. life is a totally different type but of business. True. Like, true. Let's say I got my wife. Let's say I'm I'm Pat Poos, my old lady, Remy Mom. Nigga fucking my wife. I might know about. That situation might have been handled. But that word might have got out and got to the other nigga. That's why probably the NDA got, got put there. Yeah, most likely. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm not jumping to the guns on this one. To me, this is something I'm going to let play out. But see, it's Ooh. kind of Remy's fault. But see, it's kind of Remy's fault because if you're standing on having nigga sign his NDA, yeah. you want to grow bad enough, now, that's except for his terms of not letting him sign it. I'm with you on that one. True. So you shot yourself in the foot. 
So yeah, whether yeah. it's true definitely, or not, you put yourself in that spotlight, but at the same time, bad publicity is still publicity. And Papoose maybe didn't want no part of it. Because as a man, you just don't want your name to you do the certain shit. You're not gonna get this nigga to fuck up and turn around and fuck up my wife. What I'm saying, like, you're not gonna say that shit in front. Like, whether I knew you fuck my old lady, I beat your ass, This that might be why you beat his ass. May have been. But now we're moving forward, you got this rap beef. I don't wanna be present because I know that shit might get brought up and it might bring up some old emotions, some old feelings. And being me and a man having my pride, that might make me want to whoop your ass again, especially in front of a big ass crowd. Yes. So that's why I chose yes. to be separate. Hey, babe, go do your shit. Let that be what it is. I'm going to be over here because if that shit get brought, I'm going to punch it in his face again. So I did get brought up because he didn't want to. But he wasn't present, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He might not have been present on purpose because he knew that probably was going to get brought up. You don't know. We don't know the ins and outs because. People's personal lives are their personal lives. I just like this one. Whenever we get down slicing it, it's like, what they, even if Easy was one of the hotter names coming up and Remy just trying to give him a shot on the platform, mixing that kind of business with pleasure, knowing it's not, not your decision, saying. it's not only your sole decision to put this thing That's what I'm saying. You don't think that was part of the discussion? Like, yeah. hey, I'm, we're making all these motherfuckers sign NDAs, but the nigga who know that I cheated on you with him is not signing he may say that in the rap battle. Mm. And Pat Poos was like, you know what? You're right. I understand that. It's good. It's it's good. Look, him being on there is good. That makes sense because I don't want to be there. Because that would make Pat Poos a mad pussy if he there and dude was like, this nigga fucking your Exactly. Wife. Like, like he, he, And then this is like, Pat Poos is standing there like, I'm just playing devil's advocates on the shit. Yeah, I get it. Because I, I want to say, like, if your, your chick cheating on you, you probably know it. And this is a nigga. That he whooped his ass already. And then also, I want to. Do we know why he whooped his ass? And then also, I, I think it was out there, but I also, I, I want to add to, uh, add to that. You could say the same situation from a classic movie that we all seen, Eight Mile, Eminem, his chick got fucked by another nigga, mm-hmm. and, and his guys was trying. And then uh, what? Chick. What did he do? He took, that, he took that. He took that and used that and put it right back in him. Any bad publicity is good publicity. Because at the same time, because let's say that nigga was never researched in mass of the, 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 the nation or whatever. Yeah. But he say that shit, and now everybody like, oh, she cheated on Pat Who's with this nigga? Who is this nigga? Now you look him up and now want to look up his music, see what he's saying in his music. It's disappointing. Is he, he streaming? Bad publicity got is still yeah. good publicity because it's going to boost the sales, your search history. Because motherfuckers get paid off their search history. But it's so, like when all that shit, like, I don't know, I get it. But at, at some point, it's like, that's why I don't trip off the shit. Like, I yeah. seen, I mean, I didn't see that. that it's like, we're going to hear it. Keep in mind, it's like, whenever we get done doing all this click shit and business shit, like, girl, this is still our life. Oh, yeah. Whenever we cut them lights off, yeah. and Remy, whatever Remy Ma's real name is, or whatever Pat was like, when we go to bed, nigga, that shit's still there. Yeah. Okay. And ain't like some shit that we just. Fabricated for like an episode of like some TV shit. No, nigga, that's still out there, bro. This nigga oh, yeah. fucked my wife. Yeah. Or it's fucking with my wife. What, like, my wife's having an affair with this dude that works for her. You fucking the employee, bro. This nigga living out of fantasy. He fucking a boss bitch. <laughs> he, he winning. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it. That is true. So that the nigga she fuck was the one that didn't sign the NDA. No, the nigga she fucking is the uh, the other nigga. Well, who did not sign the NDA? Dude C, Geechee. Geechee's Dude C. He did not sign it. He's the one who exposed the shit between her and the other dude. Okay, cool. But the nigga who signed the NDA, he ain't saying shit. Because he signed the NDA. He was willing to give an interview with somebody for, like, it was some lady he was trying to go. It was somebody that offered him, like, 10000 No, it was Vlad. Vlad was like, hey, bro, come tell the story over here for, like, 10 bands. He was like, nah, bro. Because Vlad been doing a lot of weird shit as far as what Culture vulture. Yeah, so he wanted to take it to this lady named Tasha K, who apparently posted the leaked photo that she got about them to, you know, the Red Lobster photo. And somebody leaked that to her. And they was like, well, we'd rather do it with you if you give us 10 bands. She's like, I'm like, I don't got 10 bands to give you. Yeah, so, because she getting sued by Carter B. And Carter B wants some money still. But even all this shit yeah. that we just talking about right now between Remy Ma and Papoose, yeah. to me, who aren't really relevant in the, in the music game. They, they got more, their rap more of, shit, the, uh, more of the uh, reality they're not, TV. They're not relevant Re- in music, music for Yeah, They're I not guess. putting out music. But they're celebrities. They were relevant yeah. at one point. Reality TV shows. So, when you talk about marriages and divorces like we did before in the, the previous episode, yes. what calls and what don't call, because there's a lot of shit being celebrities that you do, you put on a public front because you're a celebrity. You got to put on a certain face. And that's but at the end of the day, you said that at the end of the day, we all still human. We all have mistakes. Yes, I can cheat on my old lady, and nobody else know about it except for people who know about it. Unless you're being a celebrity, that she get put out. Yeah, and that can intensify the situation. Yeah, which when you say, "Hey, as in a a, a regular person's life, you or your old lady cheat on whatever, and y'all choose to work it out," nobody knows about it except for people that knows about it. It Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. you're a celebrity, and somebody is if. If does some infidelity shit, it's intensifying. Being a celebrity, that plays a lot of role into relationship shit. Yeah. I mean, I get like it. Like, to me, that scrutiny, Brad and uh, Angelina. Angelina. Oh, yeah. Was great. Oof. Yeah. And then they got divorced. Yeah. Like, you always got those jealous motherfuckers. Just like Ben and Jennifer. Jennifer. They broke up, but then they got back together. Ben and Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. Like, being a public figure, everybody's in your business. You got the paparazzi's waiting at your house. Well, you know, when you see anywhere, like, well, that's if you want the money from that lifestyle. It's famous niggas who don't really know much about that. But at the same time, like, there's a TV show I watch. It's old, but it's called Ted Lasso. Jason. Oh, I, I, shout out to Ted Lasso. That was Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Yeah. But there was an episode in there where one of his stars, he was a coach. Jason Sudeikis was one of the coaches. He had a star player, Jamie Tart. Jamie Tart had a girlfriend who was like a public internet figure type person. Ted Sadukis, uh, his, his coach, I'm trying to get his name with this. But he went to meet with Jamie Tart's girlfriend. And it was innocent as fuck. Yeah. But it was a photographer out there taking pictures. And he posted, he, he sold them to a newspaper saying that how Jamie Tart's girlfriend is cheating on him with his coach. None of that shit was true, but it rang true to society because it was put in the paper. Uh, That's what yeah. I'm saying, like celebrity life, when you're a celebrity, 
they can take anything and spin it how they want to off a photo. True, true. Off of anything. I don't even want to say a photo. Off of anything. Being a celebrity, that paparazzi shit makes things way worse. And even, I mean, we're not even in paparazzi phase because everybody got a fucking smartphone and can record shit. Yep. Which is still, I'm going to call paparazzi. Paparazzi. Like, Marie Ma could have been seen with dude at a restaurant and she could have been discussing the NDA business. But a motherfucker snapped that picture of them at dinner and spin it that they cheat. Grandma yes. cheating on Papoos with the dude who rapped that. And sell that when picture for was, a bunch of money. Discussing NDAs. But the, but the mask is going to take it and run with it. Yeah. Society, uh, being a celebrity, it's a lot more into when your relationship. And I hate it. Like, that's the only part I would hate about being a celebrity. Is how motherfuckers going to take something innocent and portray it as something where it was not. It just depends on how much you and your significant other are out of the line. Like, like I say it like this, like J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and kind of things. Like Chance the Rapper. Like, unless these niggas are somewhere at a paid event that they're supposed to be at, nigga, they are out the way. J. Cole come out, he releases his music, he go on his tours, that nigga vanishes while he's working. Like, I'm he goes live life. life. Yeah. I'm saying Kendrick do that shit like it can be more communicate like J. Cole. Like niggas got like kids got a whole like they got a whole baby mama gifts yes. and shit. Yeah, like, kids got like kids. Niggas like ain't with me. It's in communication with y'all lady. Like yeah. I, I can be out the line. Like, but if I'm finna go meet with Holly Berry for some shit, and I want Holly Berry be in my my, in my next music video, I'm gonna holler at my old lady. Hey baby, I got this. Uh, I'm trying to do this video. I want Holly Berry in it. I'm finna go have a, a luncheon. That's fine. And talk to her about it. But so I'm saying that nigga where. But a, a paparazzi might snap a picture in like Kendrick Lamar and Holly Berry getting intimate at dinner. Right. And they can take that and spin it, depending on your old lady. Either whether you told her you was going to meet her or not, she can look at those pictures like, why y'all sitting so close together? Why this, why that? Depending, don't know. Being a celebrity, people are out to get you and, and not even, get you but being a paparazzi or or like a news photographer they, they, they get you for just a headline that sells you definitely get money and that can ruin your personal life whether it was innocent or like not. this like like the selena gomez not selena gomez but the zendaya and tom Holland shit. oh yeah That's, yeah okay what about it? i mean there's nothing no, nothing like that nothing bad but it's just like how they try to stay out the way because it's like all right Everybody knew Tom Holland said from Joe once he became Spider Man, he was like, bro, I'm gonna the day. He was like, bro, I've had a huge crush on the day for like a long ass time. Like, he just said it in like three or four interviews, like when he first did, when he came on and did his first Spider Man movie, he was like, bro, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Like, I fuck with Zendaya. Like, on our on screen chemistry, dope. Our off screen chemistry, like, it's dope. He's like, I fuck with Zendaya, like, for real. Like, I got a crush on him. Like, he was just this little dirty kid just talking about these feelings he got, like, crushing on this chick that he worked with. And then, so you know, it's just like, I guess after so much, you know, like, they finally got together and she fucked with him too. So it's like, but just them trying to stay out of the, you know, the spotlight. They try to like do shit and just be out of the light. Because yeah. it's like, those are two big names right now. Fucking Spider-Man and Zendaya, who's in a bunch of good shit. Euphoria, Euphoria. Dune, all yeah. these big name shit. Like Zendaya's a good actress. 
She's a good model. Coming up in the game. Yeah, so it's like, young, you know what I'm saying? So like, in her fucking bag. And you date motherfucking Spider-Man. Yep. Spider-Man for a whole generation. This is their Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. Like, those are two big-ass names together. So it's like, hey, the fact that y'all have an understanding, man, I try to like, yeah. out of the like, that's both of y'all understanding because you want to enjoy those prizes. Yeah. 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 I can't think of her name. She's, I can't remember her name for real. It's like a Gomez. So many Gomez? I don't know, but it was pictures of her with a black dude who's a musician. And they were uh, saying they were dating. Kim, Rima, yeah, Rima, I think. Dark skinned ass dude. It was, yeah, he black. Rima, he's a, he's like a, Af- I don't say African. Yeah, he's yeah. like a, he's one of them kind of artists and they did a song together recently. And who's he? Who's he? Who's the female? What? No, who's Rima is a guy. No, who's the female? Selena Gomez. Okay, yeah. So it was pictures of them like at war. Yeah, they like, gave they both gave like speeches for like he leaning up on her, this, that, and other, and they were saying like, oh they're a couple, but if you ask all the They just the good friends, friends that said they were good friends. Yeah, they just True. really tight. Yeah. But somebody can spin that. True. He could be in a relationship and she could be in a relationship and they can take those pictures at them at the awards mm. and make it seem more than what it is. Mm. That celebrity life is like But that's why I was like, it just depends on like, are you trying to like Cause you get, you can get, you can make certain money off that shit, like being constantly being in the spotlight, like every time you fucking open your door, we see Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, like you could be that, or you could be like, use it. I'm not gonna let this fame it. shit keep me from like living a real life. Yeah. Like, like, uh, what the fuck? I think LeBron said it one time. He's like, I'd love to go in a place and just put my name down. I'd, I'd love to go to like Starbucks and write my fucking name and have somebody call my name, and I just walk up and get my coffee. By my day. Like there are days I would love to just be a regular fucking person, but I'm not. I'm, yeah. Like you said, I always have to like you know, kind of like with like Kevin Hart and shit. Like everybody loved Kevin Hart at one point, and it was like Kevin Hart started doing shit so like publicly, like his personal life started coming out and shit. And it's like, huh? Like you don't really come off as like the like this genuine, just goofy ass nigga all the time. Like I'm sure you are with the people you probably close with. But it's just like after a while, like like you said, when you're a celebrity, you're and what you're saying, you're a business, you're a brand, you're presenting an image and shit. Yep. So Kevin Hart just always comes off as this genuinely goofy, funny guy, and it's like, yeah, Kevin Hart kind of a dickhead. And then it's just like you got these narratives about you and shit because you're always in the fucking spotlight for some shit. Oh yeah. What's our next time? So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and bust this out. So. So, how do y'all feel about they just announced Usher being the new the headliner for next year's Super Bowl? <laughs> so Usher's gonna be the new headliner for uh, Super Bowl next year at Las Vegas for the very first time. And also at the same time too, he's gonna release his New album called Coming Home February 11th. So, my thing is, it's more like. I think, shout out to Usher for just taking taking all of the publicity he's gotten in the last year and flipping it and spinning it for him for good marketing. Yeah. The Kiki Palmer shit was an excellent fucking way. Like, the, the couple of songs he didn't drop, you know, uh, making sure he got his residency in Vegas. But the Kiki Palmer shit. That was the fucking cherry on top, bro. Like that shit projected. That put that in. That put him in the spotlight for like a, 
lot of good month. Yeah. That Kiki Palmer shit memes, fucking the video from the concert. Oh, yeah. All of this shit. Then it's like you made a fucking song, song with Kiki. Boyfriend. Like, you took all of the publicity and all of the media and you flipped it. Now you're performing at the halftime, like Super Bowl halftime. Yeah. Great fucking marketing move. Usher killed that shit. Excited to see what he do. My favorite one is still the Bruno Mars performance because I want to see the thing about the Super Bowl halftime show is about performance. We want to be entertained. Like this is one of the biggest entertaining moments is watching two of the best football teams play it out for the championship. But if you want to keep us entertained in between the teams playing the sport, yeah. You need to have a good ass halftime show. Yeah. Like when you have a good ass halftime show, that whole thing just flows so well. When you have a mediocre to half-ass halftime performance and the game is like really, you just like, bro, it kind of throws shit off. Like it yeah. fucks shit up. It fucks up the chemistry of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's like to have Usher, who's like got a huge following, huge market base, great artist, good performer. Like he's consistent. Usher ain't never really had a point where he wasn't on top of some shit. Like top 10, top 20 R&B artists out of the time. He's always been consistent. He always been relevant for the most part. Yeah. So it's like to finally be back in like primetime spotlight, headline in the Super Bowl. That's fucking dope. And you got all these singles that's coming out, leading all of this shit leading up to, to your album. So it's all great momentum. Just yeah. boom. We all gonna fuck with the album because he didn't put out two or three good singles. You didn't put out boyfriend. You didn't put out good good and like whatever that other song. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So like you didn't put out three singles in the span of like nine months. And plus the, old, plus, plus, like, uh, plus the older singles that came out previously. Yeah, and so it's like so you put out everything these, else. You yeah. put out these three new singles. Don't waste my time. Months, yeah. And you've gotten a lot of good feedback, and it's, they're going really well. Then, like I said, the, the situation with Kiki, and now it's like boom. It's just like pop, 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 pop. like the momentum. It's like you could just see it carrying them up. Now it's yeah. like getting ready to drop them out. Now you just got headline the audition. I mean, headline the Super Bowl. Yeah. If I was Usher and my marketing team, and Usher's what? 44. 44? Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong, dancing niggas and singing niggas, like, you can present, like, being a singer and dancer can go longer than being a professional athlete. Because yeah. the wear and tear on your body, unless you're just doing a lot of touring and shit, yeah. that's the only way you put wear and tear on your body and your voice. But for the most part, bro, like, you could be singing until you're 60. You could probably hit a little dance move in your late fifties, in your sixties, or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the longevity of being an like a performer can go a little further than being like a professional athlete. So I feel like with even Usher being at the age as he is now, coming back into like the limelight, like damn, this nigga Usher like got it going on, doing Still the road skating thing, and you got your residency out in Vegas that you're doing and shit, killing it. Second out run, I think. Yeah, second run, all the way to the end of the year. year. Yeah, to the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, so it's like, and then all of a sudden next year you're killing it with. Fucking halftime. Great fucking marketing. Yeah. It's great marketing. Well, I was just like a performer like Michael Jackson and yeah. Prince. Because both of them died for overdosing on their pain meds. Yes. Because Mike, he toured all the time. System. That's what, that's what I just said. Touring. Yeah. And Constant touring would be wearing tight to the body and oh, they yes. cut back on your But yes. even at that, like Prince, he toured. Prince jumping off fucking exactly. Yeah. Doing and four it. inch fucking heels. <laughs> Usher's not doing that. Usher's roller skating and yeah. shit. Roller skating. You see, I almost busted yeah. ass that one time. The girl and still played off. Cool. He tripped and he was like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Still don't waste my time. 
You can't yeah. get them all perfect, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, like, Michael Jackson was performing since he was like five. He was getting his ass beat for most of the performance. Yeah. And then you better get better your move ass off. with him. Well, like, you better move off like you going to the motherfucking moon. <laughs> you got to think, like, for performing at that young age, dancing, doing certain moves to your teenage, young adult years, to 20s and 30s, fit like Michael Jackson never performing. You got to think about rehearsing. Prince, little dude wearing heels, jumping off of shit. Because Michael Jackson is playing instruments at the Usher, same time. Has Usher put in that work like Michael Jackson and Prince in a in a performing? Second, I'm not sure. Probably not. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say yes because there's been plenty. I mean, Usher had a lot of shows. Yeah, but as far as like, I've never seen Usher in concert. Has he? Okay, I'm. You I've seen him on award shows and he do his little choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. This question more towards now. Yes. You say yes. Have you seen Usher perform in a capacity? And level is Michael Jackson and Prince. And if so, yes, explain yourself. Because I'm gonna say no. I'm going to say yes because there's been plenty of times where when he was performing, when he did like uh, di- uh, memorials to like James Brown, and he's singing, you know, I feel good. Got on the suit, doing the dancing, still sounding the same, doing splits, coming back up, dancing and sweat and everything else, and still. Entertaining, and, it, it, and there's also been there's also been like other stuff as well when he was younger and stuff when his voice, in my opinion, wasn't as good as it is now. His voice past of uh, confessions. Well, I'm saying you say James Brown, Brown, James Brown was pulling his ass off. Yeah, same thing Michael with Michael Jackson, Jackson and everything else. Michael Jackson, he out here spinning, doing the yeah. walk, dropping on his knees. We we close to forty. <laughs> <laughs> Are you finna spin and drop on your knees? Well, it just depends on you and your body and what no, you can go I, through. No, what I'm saying, we older. Are you gonna spin and drop on your knees and still get up and still perform and do that consecutively on tour? I'll be honest. I don't know. I got. I got. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it once or twice, but other than that, I'm not gonna do it consistently because your yeah. knees gonna be like, nah, nigga. So that's nah. something Michael Jackson does, right? True. Is yes. that something Prince does? Yes. Is that something more Is that something Usher does? I believe that Usher can do it. He can't. No, is that what he does? High intensity. He High does, intensity. He does choreographed dancing moves, yes. but he's not out there spinning, dropping on his. He's not doing like high impact two joints. Shit type move. He's doing choreographed moves. Shit looks good. Just but he can if he wanted to. But I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying, the continuous of doing that with Michael Jackson and Prince, Usher is not on that same level. Hmm. As far as the wear and tear on your body. Because how old was Michael Jackson when he died? Uh, like about 50. How old was Prince when he died? Probably like about probably like early 50. And it was both from overdoses from painkillers. Yeah. How old is Usher? 44. Okay, and has in Usher's history has he done performances like Prince, Michael Jackson, and James Brown? Because you mentioned it. Has he done performances consecutively like James Brown, Michael Jackson, and Prince? Well, I'm going to say yes. The reason why I'm saying yes is because I, I no, 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 no. The reason why I'm going to say yes is because 
Michael Jackson and Prince never had a Vegas residence. They now did. you know now, now hold on. Now with they Vegas residence, that's every single day. It may yes. not be touring, but that's every single day. Yes. And Usher has proven himself and he has a second leg run all the way to the end of this year. How's that? Now look, okay, I get your point. Yes. I, I hear you and I get it. Yes. And maybe they do equate. Maybe they equate. Yes. I can't say that they do and I can't say that they don't. Don't. I just know Prince and Michael Jackson, every performance, they were doing some shit that was wearing tear on anybody. I know in life, everything that we do is wearing and turn our body, but Usher, you skating across a, skate, a scene, you're not dropping on your knees. You're not, you're not performing how they performed. Oh, yeah. I understand anything you do is still wearing tear, but it's not at the level of them. Yeah. The reason why I'm saying yes is because that's the closest you're going to get. Because the only yes. person the only person you can no, probably Usher, put in... So I'm not taking uh, away from Yeah, the only person you could probably put in that category... Would be Chris Brown, but Chris Brown is probably in his early thirties. Yes, now that's somebody I can. Yeah, you do. He's gonna give you. He's gonna give you one hundred and ten percent. I totally agree with you with that. But for our era and stuff, he would do some flips. He, yeah. he would do some acrobatic shit. Yeah, to show some wear and tear. And Chris Brown is a little bit different with us because Chris Brown yeah, is Chris like, Brown yeah, because no, no. What I'm saying is with Chris Brown and stuff, his he's more he's more of like a natural dancer. If you show him the moves. He got it already. No, no, no. Or like, if you show him how to do it, or if he, he's one of those people where he'll look at you and he begin to actually mimic what you're doing, then he got it. I feel it's a, I hear Chris Brown is an action dancer. Yeah. Usher, I feel is more of a choreographed dancer. True. Like you can show him some movement. Yeah. Do it. True. Chris Brown will create those moves. True. I'll give you that. Like he got like it's, I seen this shit on the internet like this past week. And it was if Chris Brown was a a, a game thing and he was yeah. idle too long. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chris Brown was he, he, he might do that. He's doing flips yeah. and all kind of shit. Chris Brown is acrobatic as fuck. Yeah, Chris Brown even outside of music was a like a battle dancer type person. Oh yeah, he could do that shit. Usher, no. he's not a battle. Chris Brown is out there doing shit. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that does. Chris Brown is still young, like you say. I'm not gonna give him early thirties. Maybe uh, mid thirties. Yeah, that's what's but let's see where he at oh, in yeah. a few years. Yeah. Especially I know he on I don't say on drugs like it's bad, but he uses other substances in his life, personal life. Yeah. Not here to judge that. I'm waiting to see what he look like ten years, twenty years from now. True, true. Um, but I do like Chris Brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I do like Usher. I do. Uh, who's on the set? But either way. But yeah, but my thing is, it's like, do you. Michael Jackson. Yeah. And James Brown were some performers. Yeah, Prince, too. Prince. Yeah. Yeah, that's. They are performers. Oh, yeah. Prince played with 22 instruments. And then some, and kept on going. Michael Jackson could vocalize any other instrument that he had to, whatever. Yeah, but he can also play. Uh, Piano and keyboard. I mean, Michael Jackson played, but he could yeah. vocally yeah, yeah. imitate those instruments. Usher, I can't say he's on the same caliber as Michael. Well, Jackson. actually, a lot of people don't know is that Usher he can play uh, drums, bass, guitar, a little bit of guitar. It's just 
nobody has known it. But it's been it's been after confessions and stuff. He's slowly been been doing that. If you look at the video, like, this nigga's vocal. Yeah, like vocally, like he took it to a whole nother level. Like like eighty seven oh one was like the the beginning of the peak of it. Cause you know, like you know, my way and stuff. It was like his first album in my way. You're like, all right, I can fuck with you. But eighty eighty seven oh one certain songs, you're like, okay, I can see with you. But confessions, he took it to a whole nother level. He took it to a whole nother level. And again, I'm not trying to take shit from Usher. Yeah, I fucks with him. I think he's great. Same as Chris Brown. But when you talk about certain things, Prince Michael Jackson. Not the same level. Not I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But yeah, I would say he, I, I would say he's he comes close. Same Chris thing. Brown, same same thing with Chris Brown. Chris Brown is closer to to them than Usher to me. Really? Yes. Ooh. Now you talk about hits and shit like that. I'm gonna fuck with Usher all day. Yeah. But when it comes to like entertaining, Chris Brown is closer to Prince and Michael Jackson and Usher. Usher to me is more of a choreographed performer. Usher, uh, Chris, Brown, who I say, Usher is more of a choreographed performer. Yeah. Chris Brown is not. He is a he can do choreograph choreography. Choreography, yeah. But he's also a natural yeah. dancer. I'll give you that too. He will well. get out there and do what he got to. As we seen him doing his flips, dances, he's natural at this shit. He was that before he was a singer. Yeah. He was that. Usher, he can sing. He's able to do choreograph, choreography. He's not a, a dancer. He's just able to dance. Yeah. Chris Brown is a dancer. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson is a dancer. Prince, I don't say dancer. He's a performer. He will get out there and do some moves to perform. Hit you with the splits. Yes. Dancing. Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars. Like performer. I said, a performer. That would be. Play, James you know. Brown for working splits. He, that motherfucker gave a show. Yeah. But either one, I love them all. Yes. I'm not trying to discredit any of them. I fuck with all they do. But do you feel yeah. yeah. So do you feel Usher deserves to be at you know the halftime, be a the main performer for the halftime special? Oh, for the, yes, yes. 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 For sure. Usher. I mean, I love the fact that he. Was uh, the show for Vegas? Yeah. Bruno Mars had his. Yes. And by, then, him, by himself and also as Silk Sonic. Usher got his. Deserved it. And it's yeah. Deserves it. I'm not taking none of that from him. But we was, I don't know what the conversation was going on, but like, as far as wearing and tearing on body and shit like that, how they perform. Yeah. Like, I get having that residency, he got to do it every day. But the, the 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 work or the what he's doing every day isn't the same as Prince and Michael Jackson or James Brown for that level. These motherfuckers was just dropping tears, down on yeah. their knees and that's wearing tears. Yeah, blood sweating tears. Like, I'm just skating across the scene, hitting some dance move. I'm not dropping on my knees. I'm not like me being older, you ask me to drop on my knees right now. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> you ask me to drop down on my knees. <laughs> well, I need some help getting up. Yeah. Hell, this motherfucker is doing it from twenty to fifty. Yeah, Usher's never really done. 
He's never been that kind of. He dances, he performs, he entertains. I'm not taking that from him. Yeah. But the level of it, the the, the impact of what you're doing, he ain't did that. Chris Brown has to some level, like doing flips and shit. Yeah. That's the words you miss a flipper. Just the shot, because he's a longer, he's a taller guy, so it's like, them flips, is like, that's still doing the shot. Yeah. Like, flipping and, yeah. like, oh, yeah. elbow, like, popping up, doing, like, you, that's still, like, if I'm yeah. just to, just to stay, because, I mean, Chris Brown only in his 30s. Yeah. Like, so it's like, because you got to keep in mind, he's been doing this shit since, like, same thing. Like, he's been doing this shit since, like, yeah, 16, yeah. professionally as a, yeah, he's, yeah. like, been dancing for a long time before that. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, professionally mainstream, yeah, we've seen Chris Brown grow. We didn't grow up with Chris Brown. Like, and he's been doing it since, yeah. yeah. Like, because, like, look, I'm 30. Jump down on his knees, do a flip. No, I'm like, Chris Brown, like, 35. The most I remember him doing was, like, we literally grew up with this nigga. Like, we watched Chris Brown grow up. Like, grew up. we didn't grow up with this nigga. And he also, he's been doing, we watched Usher grow up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, we watched Michael Jackson grow up. Kind of I mean, we came we came towards like the band era, Michael Jackson. Yeah, but Jackson. we also been searching it back. But I got yeah, you. yeah. Is I mean, I'm not disappointing Chris Brown, Usher, Chris. Uh, I'm I'm not disappointing none. I love them. to put them on the same caliber as Michael Jackson and the Prince, James Brown. I'm gonna say no, but I would say they're close. They're runners up. And dealing with the music caliper, like generation wise, I fuck with Usher more than I fuck with Chris Brown. But Chris Brown is a close second. Yeah. Like, I fucks with him too. He's doing his thing. It's just times have changed. Because when James Brown was out, he had to do certain things to be to get notified to be noticed Michael Jackson he had to do it too Usher Chris Brown not so much they had to do some shit but not like they didn't have to open the doors for it yeah. the doors is open they just had to come in and do it and they 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 not disappointing I fucks with them. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. Usher's I'm happy I never seen Bruno Mars thing in, in uh, uh, Vegas. Even though we and was there. I'm not going to see Usher either. <laughs> yeah. they overpriced and fuck out the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, He's getting I'm his very money, though. happy for Usher that he got it. I'm very happy that I seen that they extended his shit. Yeah. I'm happy to see that shit. I love it. Cool, cool. Well, uh, next topic. Uh, hit you with a old school. <laughs> so... It's the 20th anniversary of Outkast's double album, Speaker Box, The Love for Love. As of right now, they just received a new plaque of 13 million sold. So, me personally, I just wanted to hear y'all thoughts and opinions on, you know, uh, Speaker Box, Love for Love. Is it, is it a classic album to y'all or what? Why do you think, and also a lot of people don't know, that's the last album the last last album that won a grammy for album of the year and best hip-hop album at that time but my thing is it's like what is, what's your thoughts opinions on that i know it's 20 years i know it's shocking it came out it came out in 2003. Yeah. what's that 
Yeah, it's a double album, but it's actually two solo albums. Well, you hear our no idea, we us be killing it, cause. Hey, bro, this yeah. is like, the reason why I fuck with OutKast so much, bro, is like, the level of creativity that like, Atlanta had at that time, bro. Yeah. Not saying that Atlanta wasn't creative, but to come out with a group like OutKast, bro, and like, Winnie Mom and like, all these different groups and people coming out of Atlanta, bro, just the level of creativity is crazy, cause the production is very, like, it's dancing, it's catchy, yeah. it's like, very poppy, it's bubbly, but then it's like, you got rap, you got like, you got yeah, stuff like we rapping on this shit, and he got singing and shit. It just had a combination. And there was to make sure so many different good things that made the good song. Like, the production is fire, the, the vocals are fire for the singer and shit. You got the rapping and shit. It's like, oh, this is a welcome post. It's like, like hip hop mixed mixed with uh, live instrumentation and horns and funk and everything. The two people, yeah, that, that I like the outfit too. Yeah, the two people that make up outfit. How their rap styles are different. So their creativity is different. And how they join that shit together to be successful. Yeah. What did you say before I said to say? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, uh, when it came out, it was uh, a classic album. And uh, we had big hits The Way You Move, uh, Ghetto Music. Hey y'all, and then the one I'm playing, Prototype, one of my favorite songs. Like, my favorite song, one of my buddies from the military, his favorite is Big, Big Boy. Yeah. Now I fuck with Andre. But like, listening to their raps as outcasts total. Yeah. Like, I fuck with Andre raps better than I fuck with Big Boy. Not discrediting Big Boy. That they went separate. Yeah. Speaking box, love below. Even the Idlewild movie soundtrack. Yes, yes. Like, adi, adi, adi. I, I love how two different people, two different music styles, yeah. could still collaborate together. And, and it matches so fucking well. Yes. Like, you can't tell me shit about them. Like, I, I, and that's just them. I'm not yeah. speaking on Atlanta music. Cause what was that record company? Uh, fuck, what was that record company? Cause they had a lot of people under digital. Not digital. Uh, I know Big Boys is Purple Ribbon because Killer Mike was signed on there. That's the other one. No. Uh, Equipment Out Records. No, no, no. It no, no. Outkast like first like record label together was Equipment but once they no, you know separated and stuff, Big Boy has his own label called Purple Ribbon. No, that's not what it's. Sorry. It's a. They had a record label that had everybody in it. It was, it was weird. You're talking about the Dungeon Family? No, that was totally different. Not Dungeon Family. Because it was some shit. Like they all used to work out of basement. And yeah, organized and noise. Organized, organized noise. noise. Yeah, but that, that wasn't that, that wasn't a record label. That was a production company. 
Yeah, that's organized shows all together, which consists of a sleepy brand. Yes, it was consistent yeah. of a lot of other people. Yeah. But, but Big Boy and uh, I'm with the Thousand made it out. Yeah. The other people were known, but they weren't successful. Yes, there is. Uh, you got uh, Goody Mob, and then a lot of people don't know, one of one of the producers, Rico Ray, his, uh, his cousin is Future. Okay, even still. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But that group that came out of organized, organized. noise. Yeah, it's outcast. Yeah, that was okay. like that the mecca. Yes, I definitely agree with your outcast. Yeah. But there is other people that got success. And this was a group of collective artists. Yeah. Under this record company, record label. Group. It's just it's more of a production company. That's all. To me, it's the same thing like Nelly and the uh, Dirty Ant. We all we got. Who's this, the other group? Doing Ellie and this crew of St. Lunatics? St. Lunatics. Yeah. Because it was them together collectively and they decided, hey, Nelly's the front line. Yeah. Let him get out there, open that door, and then we all can come through. That's how I feel like it was with Outcast. Outcast was the one to get through and open that door to let everybody else through. But Outcast was that one. Nelly was that one. Oh, yeah. He opened the door to let the St. Lunatics in. But Nelly was that one. Because honestly, if you look at all those groups, the ones we're talking about specifically, Outcast with the, the organized noise, yeah. who's the most successful? Outcast, and then uh, Goody Mob. If you look at St. Lunatic, out of that group, who's the most successful? Nelly owns NBA team, you got other shit on and that says a lot Because I get, like, if we all come out as a group, but you're the front runner, you gotta get me through the door. Yep. But something about you is the attraction. Only thing I can do is try to run on your coach. That's why it's so weird, like, the concept of, like, boy bands and groups and shit. Yeah. Because I know that team there's always the one guy. Yeah. It's like, who just put that motherfucker like on the map? He was like, like okay, we got the Jonas Brothers, but like motherfuckers was fucking with like Joe, Joe, yeah, Nick Jonas, or like, like NSYNC, but everybody's fucking with Justin. Just yeah, yeah, so it's just like there's always like that one guy when you put the group together, just like he might not even want to be the the front guy, and but it's just like, bro, like we listen to everybody sing, like when we start picking apart who's singing what, and we hear you, bro, you're like killer, like like with Destiny's Child, everybody was like, yep, everybody was like Beyonce was like the most famous one out of the three, but like vocally, I don't think so. I mean, like her, her, her I don't think so. I don't think she was You get Casey and JoJo, but Casey, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they from JoJo's but who you listen to the most? The vocal is Wanye and his brother. They all the same, but Wanye was the vocal. Yeah, he was the one. Each group has that one. Now, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say Andre is the voice of the Why would you have formed a group if you just know some niggas is going to get the big head and go solo? Because it was easy. Like, my old five, like, yeah, well, Adam Levine was at lead singer, bro. Yeah. But he, he even went and just was like, well, niggas fuck with me just enough to, I know how I'm on solo. Nickelback. I can't remember the name, but yeah, him. Put it in his phone, bro. That's how it is in a group. Tell me what makes me laugh. Um... That's how it is in the group. Kids. 
Jesus was Jesus sent by Jody. No need, but kid, but Jesus Simmons never went solo. He was yeah. like he was like the most known one of them. Yeah. But out of the organized noise, it wasn't just outcasts. I'm like, it was a lot of it was yeah. You got Goody Mob. Yes, yeah. that's what, like all of them were still are yeah. still predominant. But you even had Future. But you said Future was a cut. He wasn't out back then. I know, but you know later down the line, he was a, a descendant of. But back then, when it was organized noise, it was a, I, I forget which platform I watched it on, but it talked about the, the organized noise, how you should go into the basement and make yeah. music. And it was like the Goody Mob, Outkast, uh, but it was a collective of Atlanta artists that functioned under that organized noise. Yeah, you had uh, Dad, the Lumberjacks, which is like a but portion out, of Goody Mob and everything else. But, but you know, out yeah. of that group, Outkast is the one that excelled the most. Yeah. But excelling, they brought the other ones with them. Oh, yeah. And, but Outkast was the forefront. And then, but like Outkast being a group, a duo between Big Boy and, and Andre, they, they ended up getting their point where they separated. One of the, some, like, I fuck with Andre, I know people fuck with Big Boy. But, like, where they came from and where they at, you talking about that, that album was 20 years ago? Like, I feel old. <laughs> I didn't think that when, when you sent that to us, I'm like, 20 years ago? Yeah. I did not know that shit was 20 years ago. Time is fucking flying. But that is, that's the music I listen to. So I can understand like when I meet people, younger people, and I'm still listening to to like the love and love. And they like me no music always. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, ha, this shit's great. But uh, nigga, that shit came out 20 years ago. 20 years ago, seriously. Yeah, that just shows you the longevity. The longevity of the music and how yeah, it that's when the conversation. That just shows you when it's classic. Yeah. It's like it was well composed because it's like it's still a great body of work right now. And we had that conversation on one of the podcasts about the the longevity, the uh shit, I get the word. Being meaningful. Yeah. Like the music that you make today, does it have longevity? Yes. Outcast. That's why, like, they asked who's it? Like, uh, he was at like one of them award shows, and he was like, "Bro, you feel like I want to rock? It's like better than like one of those like dreams and nightmares and like that Chief Keef." So I'm sorry. And Uzi was like, "Nah, bro. I'm like, my shit ain't even close, bro. Like, yeah, that shit. Like, the, how long that shit been out, bro? You can play that at anybody's shit right now, nigga, and we'll still be bumping that shit. Me, it's like motherfuckers will fuck with it, but then it's like I gotta come up with another one." So, like, now, yeah. you probably won't have an answer to this, and I'm not disappointed. Yeah. You're more tuned to music than me. Can you name and sing a song for future right now? Uh, you got that sick talk, that sick talk. Well, I'm about to throw this. Yeah, but, but other than that shit, but 
But yeah, but other than what you say, I know, I got you. But other than that, we're going to take this conversation later on and move it towards us after hours and stuff. But we got to say thank you for listening. Appreciate you for listening. Shout out to my homegirl, Keela. I'll send send you a link uh, on Instagram. Listen to us on Instagram, on our Facebook page. We are all on all the streaming sites. We appreciate you for listening, but we are getting on out of here. Until next time, peace. All right, yeah.